It's a pleasure and an honor to have you here, not just because today is not a holy day of obligation, um, but just simply because in this world that seems to be pushing God out, you chose to come here. And it's not a mistake that you're here. Sometimes we come to church and we think it's a mistake that we're here, but Jesus has called each of you here by name. It's an amazing grace that you're here, and the fact is you matter to him. Every hair on your head is numbered by the God of the universe. And this night we gather to celebrate all of Mary's yeses, that is, all of her yeses, her fiats, to Jesus. And it is tradition that today is known as the Feast of All Feasts in the Marian calendar. And this led to her fulfilling her mission and giving us fuel for the battle that you and I are in for what the church exists for, which is the salvation of souls. So I believe it'd be very important to ask for Mary's prayers and for the Holy Spirit to speak to us by name. So if you would just bow your heads in prayer for a moment. O Mother Mary, who has been assumed into heaven body and soul, I fear that you will not set us on fire with the love of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit until all of us repent and begin to believe in the good news that is before us. I ask that you please magnify, Mother Mary, the presence of Jesus through the sacrifice of this Mass. And please dry us out of all worldly sensation, all worldly glorification. Because without your intercession, without your grace, we will continue to fall and not fulfill the Great Commission, which is to go out and make disciples of all nations. Mother of all of us here, please pray for us that we may be set on fire in a new way today. And I make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And once again, it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Again, it's not a mistake that you're here, and I'd be amiss if I didn't acknowledge our musician today. So our new, at the Newman Center, our new team leader, but also a beautiful musician is, is Jamie Taberna. So she is filling in tonight, and she didn't know she's going to be singing for Mass tonight until about 4 o'clock, maybe 3, 30, 4 o'clock. So if you um, are from the Oshkosh area, will you please give her a welcome when you see her after Mass to thank her for being here with us. She has an excellent gift, and she is going to be a great leader for us. We're very honored to have her here with us. She's in her fifth year as a focused missionary, but came from the University of Illinois, Chicago, and then um, was at, uh, I believe, Benedictine before that, and is now here with us before that. She went, she's from Texas, Tyler, Texas. So we're very pleased to have you here with us. So thank you for being here with us. And just proof that it's not a mistake. We're happy that you're here. But again, today is one of the greatest Marian feasts in the church. And as I look at the lives of the saints, which you and I are all called to be saints, all of them had a devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. So if you want to be a saint, start a devotion to Mary. Or restart your devotion to Mary. And one of the saints in our church who is the patron saint of priests is St. John Vianney. And I chose him, or maybe it's he chose me, when I was ordained a priest. So when you're ordained a priest, you, you have a litany of saints being sung as you're laying prostrate on your face at your ordination. 
and you pray for that particular saint to walk with you the rest of your priesthood. And one of the reasons why I chose, or maybe St. John Vianney chose me, is because I loved his pastoral model. And he uses the image of logs as how to discern who to invest into and who to wait for. And he gives two images, and I want to present them to you or maybe represent them to you if you've ever followed me before. But he said, some people are like dry logs. They're ready to be set on fire with the love of Jesus and to be formed so they can set other people on fire. And the other image he gives is the image of a wet log, and that is those who are saturated with the, with the world, saturated with, you know, power, pleasure, prestige. A dialogue would be a person or a family member that has, is just not worldly. Their ambitions are different. And again, could be easily set on fire by the Holy Spirit. But wet logs are those people who have not totally surrendered everything to the Lord And the best example of someone who surrendered, who sold out to the Lord, is the Blessed Virgin Mary. But the sad thing is, or maybe the scary thing is, as I was meditating upon this this morning in the past few days as preparing for this homily, is this meditation haunts me. Because I'm feeling, and and at times I'm, I'm falling into worldliness. I don't suffer well yet. I was sick a couple weeks ago, and I just found myself just scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on through YouTube, And I was like, is this really where I'm at in this stage of my life? Like, I thought I'd be holier by now. Like, why am I not just going and spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament and praying for you all? (laughs) I live like 50 feet away, right? And why didn't I spend more time with the Scriptures of God? I could have literally just put an app on and had the Word of God read to me. Like, it's so easy for us. Why do I not bind myself to that cross? And at times I fear that I'm, I, I'm not being more bold and presenting the life-changing of gospel because I, I live in fear rather than faith. And I don't even know why I even think of spending more time on social media or on YouTube or, maybe, or whatever it could be for you. Like, why do we do that? And I, I, just, I just listen and I think, this will make me happy. This will make me joyful. Yet the, the weird thing is Jesus still comes after me just as, as he comes after you. He leaves the 99, right? That is, he bankrupted heaven for you and me, and he does it again and again and again. And he never tires of coming after us. And I believe the key to never forgetting this love is our Blessed Mother, who is assumed into heaven, body and soul, She says today in our gospel that her soul magnifies the Lord. That is, she's like a magnifying glass to all that is placed in front of the presence of her son. And if you're a man, you love fire. Like, you love fire. I probably 80% of the reason why I'm a priest, joking, of course, but I love fire. There's candles here, there's smoke over there. I love fire. And the Blessed Virgin Mary, she's like this magnifying glass. When she's placed in front of her son, she sets things on fire. But the thing is, it's hard to be set on fire if we're worldly. It's hard to be set on fire if I'm like that wet log, thinking that you name it, X will make me happy. You know, 
She can't set us on fire if we're worldly. But she is willing to come after us as her son comes after us again and again and again to dry us out of all worldliness. And I wonder what our community could look like. Just think about this for a second. Like, what could our community look like if we all began to repent right now of worldliness? Or maybe for you, you have, you're, you're, you're saturated with fear of failure or fear of sometimes it's just boredom. Like, what would I do if I didn't have my cell phone with me? Like, what would things look like if you and I began to have a repentant heart, which is a metanoia? I think two things that point us to that direction are the last words of Mary and the first words of Jesus to say this is the way. In the Gospel of John, chapter 2, Mary said, do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Like, what does Jesus want me to do? Well, what are the first words in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verse 15? Repent and believe in the good news. And I believe for a lot of us, the invitation is to do that again and again and again. And maybe for you today, it's to believe again. Maybe you're just like, wow, I'm, I, I don't act, of, act as if I live as, as if Jesus is real and Mary is real. And I think for some of us, there's just a simple invitation right now to repent. Maybe for the first time. Because I'm like, I'm like a wet log. Like when I was thinking about this morning, I was embarrassed. It's like, I don't know if I want to tell them that I, I, I don't suffer well. I, I'm still worldly. But I believe the Holy Spirit is just simply prompting us to repent of all that tempts us to be like a soaked log, full of worldliness or fears or shame or doubts. And the beautiful thing is what, what repentance does is that it erases bad words in our vocabulary. Bad words like mediocrity. That was not in the vocabulary of Mary and Jesus. Or like the word lukewarmness or half-heartedness. These words, through repentance, get erased out of our hearts because repentance always reminds us of what Jesus has done for us. And that's what Mary's main job is, is to point to him at the cross. And it's through that repentance, what happens is our vision is cleared, our, we become dried out, we're ably set on fire, and our, the Lord's dream is revealed to us. Like the Lord has a dream for you, and today we celebrate Mary's dream coming to fruition, coming to completion by giving God her yes. And when Mary gave God her yes, there wasn't like a plan. I think it's for a lot of us, when I talk with my college students, it's, I just got to figure it out. And sometimes I'm like, figure what out? And the answer often is, I don't know. I just got to figure that thing out. Well, how do you figure out what you don't know? And it becomes like a circle where we find ourselves spinning and the Lord just brought us here to stop. And maybe to say, to tell you, it's, it's okay if you don't have a plan. It's okay if you don't have it all figured out. What we're called to do is to keep our eyes on the Lord. And the reality is that we're not always going to have a plan. When Mary gave God her yes, it was a blank check. Whatever you want, Lord. And the Lord wanted her heart more than what she did. And the same is for you and me. The Lord wants your heart more than what you do.
And that means there's got to be a letting go, a release of what is not of him. And Mary proves to us it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. So then you and I were called to do is, is say, my soul magnifies the Lord. And then what you begin to do is you begin to set other people on fire because the Lord has set you on fire. You know, it's, it's, it's really easy to be on fire when you're around holy people. So why aren't we around each other more often? Because when I'm alone, or maybe when you're alone, unless you're like super introverted, I'm, I'm like 10 out of 40 on an extroverted scale, but like my soul often doesn't magnify the presence of the Lord. Does your soul, when you're alone, magnify the presence of the Lord? And if it does, praise the Lord for that. Praise be Jesus Christ. Does your spirit still rejoice in God your Savior when you're alone? Or do you turn to gossip? There's an invitation just to repent of that tonight. Or does it turn towards cynicism or self-hatred or self-condemnation? There's an invitation to repent of that tonight. Does it turn towards the deadly sins of greed, envy, pride, lust, anger, or gluttony? And simply repent of that tonight. And in that repentance, in that letting go, you are turning to Jesus who loves you. And you are created for that love. And in that repentance, your soul begins to magnify his presence. And your spirit will actually rejoice, which is one of the craziest things of repentance. Actually, it can be a very joyful experience of letting Jesus save you and come after you and pull you back into his arms again. And that's where Mary wants us all in the arms of our Savior. I think a lot of you are becoming like Mary. That's the good news. You're doing it. And the more you become like Mary, the more joyful you will be. So we're just called to pause, I think, tonight. We're in the presence of God. We're in the presence of community. We're in the presence of people who want to become like a log that is wet to dry out and start over. And our God never tires of coming after us. And he's called us all here by name because he loves you. Like you matter so much to him to the point he was willing to go on the cross and die for you. And he would take that cross up every second of every day to be in a relationship with you. And Mary is the one who sits there praying for your soul to be with him, not just in heaven, but right now. Right now. So you too can spend eternity in the presence of God who is love. Amen.